Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, welcome to, I think it's episode four. Uh, didn't prepare that bit of uh, my muscles podcast. I'm going to be talking about illness today, like s- serious illness or, you know, any type of uh, problems where the body starts to go wrong. I'm going to explain why that is, why my experience, why that is. And I really want to talk about it. Maybe I'm almost talking to myself because I want to put it out into the world um, from what I'm seeing. And it's 100% of the time what I'm seeing. And I also get good results um, if the person's uh, willing also to do the work in, in uh, as part of the, let's say, healing process. Um, the... Uh, I'm in, I'm in an apartment at the moment. That's why there's a an, an emergency um, uh, sign in the background. I'm uh, writing my book at the moment, which has sort of <clears throat> brought up a lot of the, you know, the creative juices about exp- uh, going into why I do my work. So most of the day, I've already done two pretty intense sessions this morning um, where I'm working with clients. That's always uh, my... My passion, my love is to be working with clients, getting results for them or helping them get results for themselves and and staying in the game. That as a as a therapist, I think it's really important to be doing the work. I don't want to become an educator who doesn't work with people because it's through working with people that I understand things and see things. So I also, uh, you know, I have an online school where I teach people how to do this themselves, but you know, I educate, and in this book, uh, I'm writing the part of the book now, which is um, what do I want to achieve with the book. So I'm kind of going to be going into a little bit of that, um, and and bring it bring it back to illness. So in the book, I want to explain uh, the aspect of the body, which is that it it works very much like a computer, and the the physical body is the hardware. Um, the mind is the software and the spirit is stuff that comes in the, from, from outside, different weakening energies. <clears throat> my, uh, the foundation of my work initially was um, using this, this uh, internal tech to find other people's internal tech glitches. So almost like a technician. Um when you have a problem with your computer, not not your body, but with your everyone has a computer now or your iPhone, what you do is when you have a problem with it, well, you'll look maybe online to see if there's a, a fix and then you take it to a technician. Now, if you took it to a technician and they said, leave it with me for a few weeks or a few months and it needs to be healed, you'd go think they were cra- crazy and you would um, take your computer elsewhere because the, the paradigm with computers is that you find what the problem is you should be able to solve it It might take a little bit of time to maybe fix the code in the background or maybe it's a there's a physical uh tech you know physical problem with uh one of the ports or something but it once you know the truth you should be able to find the truth quickly and then resolve it now um when it comes to working with humans that is not the case we are trapped in a paradigm that was created many many you know thousands of years ago that healing takes time you've all heard the expression healing takes time and what that does is it it creates its own reality that healing takes time but when i'm working with someone i'm working with someone on their tech internal tech is when you find the truth of something it'll instant instantly shift it 
so the whole medical model and and healing model is based on time but and and for instance don't get me wrong if your bones broken it will take time to heal but um you know i'll, I'll talk about why we attract those things i my the way i look at uh things going wrong with the body it's all tied in with consciousness and how we perceive reality there's no separation from the external and internal world and when we understand that we'll see you can see why everything happens so that's what I want to get into today is as best as I can. So if you have a broken bone, yeah, that's going to take time. But if you're working with someone and they've got, um, they've got pain or they've got discomfort or they've got sensations or emotions, I'm going to, you should be able to find, if you find the truth behind why the symptom is, the symptom will resolve itself. It's just a completely different way of looking at it. And, and it freaks people out when, you, when you're working with them. I want things to change immediately. So if someone's got a stiff neck, I'll, I'll say, okay, what's the primary weakness for this? And they'll go, no, 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 it's my neck. I'm like, no, if it was your neck that was the problem, that would be the truth and it would instantly resolve it. So I, I say, okay, let me find out what's, I get a baseline for the neck, like maybe stiff turning to the right. Then I say, uh, I find out what the primary weakness is by connecting to my internal tech, which is based on ones and zeros, a feeling of strong or weak, my internal physiological sensitivity, as Josh Wakeskin talked about in his book, The Art of Learning. Um, I like that, this internal physiological sensitivity, I call it insight, and where your feeling of strong or weak, which is a skill, which if you go and look at Qigong or Tai Chi or any of those internal arts the the positions of the hand strengthen or weaken you the feet so it's based on that um the yin and yang the the strong or weak uh, energies so you use that internal tech to find out what the person's why the person's neck thing is there it could be physical but oftentimes it's not it could be non-physical emotional and i i use it to connect with the truth uh, using my physical intelligence and when i find that they um, and, and I strengthen it, switch you back on from a from a zero to a one, and I say, "How's your neck now?" And they look, and then they go, "What?" You know, instant change. Sometimes it's gone, sometimes it's improved, but it's different, and that's how I work with um, any physical problem. What I've come to understand is that. So I started off with this internal tech, ones and zeros. And what I've come to understand is with some clients, they kept on bringing back the issues or there were some things when the clients explained it, I couldn't, it, it, it was beyond this one and zero. I couldn't get a, a change. It didn't happen often, but it happened an, uh, often enough for me to know that I was missing something. I was missing a, a truth in the way the body mind worked. So I started to look and it took years of looking and observing. And um, I something that tipped me in that direction was uh, I wrote, I read a book. I don't read too many books, but I was drawn to this book by Krishnamurti and I uh, saw a few, sort of his videos. I'm a, I, I realized that he was talking about truth and it was first principles, internal first principles. And I followed it through and I studied him and I, and I realized that what he was saying was through understanding the self, 
understanding our deep operating system of the body, the self, uh, by observing it firsthand, you you can and getting to know it, you you change it. So what I realized with my work was I was working with an internal tech on a on, on more on the software level, the ones and zeros, and the the deep operating system, the deepest operating system of how the person perceived their life based on early childhood. I, I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, that that was where I needed to, uh, with the client, show them that it's actually a deep level operating system. So with the book I'm writing, I'm going to go deeply into that. And I, uh, I've talked about it before, but it, it's it's worth saying again and again. So the ones and zeros is is uh, the zeros, the weakening energy. Really, it can be fed from outside. It could be the environment. It could be triggers things that are happening other people weakening you that's more coming from outside spirit or you're you're downloading other people's information empathizing resonating which weakens you it could be coming from the mind and and fears and stuff but when you get to it the mind the deep mind the deepest operating system that's where we have these hamster wheels which uh you know i've talked about before that um it's a pattern to the way the mind works and everyone, I haven't met anyone who doesn't have hamster wheels running. And these hamster wheels are glitchy and they create all our problems, all our physical problems and, and our, the extreme physical problems, which are the illnesses. And I couldn't strengthen them with the ones and zeros. So uh, I saw Jay Christian Mercy, where he turned me on to this idea of observing when I observed over many months and years, I realized that there was a pattern to the the thoughts that we think. If you you listening now, you will have a pattern that works just like a hamster wheel in the way you think. Um, one, uh, for example, today I was working with a a very high achiever businessman who was seeing everything through able and unable. So what I'm saying there is those words, able and unable, he was spending all of his time trying to be able, but he kept spinning back like a hamster wheel to unable. And he was just bouncing in his thinking between able and unable, able and unable. And the, and, and the way off of this, one way is to, with addictions, so pleasure, seeking freedom through behaviors, it's one way, but then we come straight back into the hamster wheel and feel the feeling uh, that we were trying to avoid with the addiction. So working with addiction with this is super powerful. And I get really good results with that. When you see the truth, it sets you free. When you see the truth, it's the answer and it resolves things instantly. So the operating system in us is, it works like hamster wheels, um, a big shout out to Gabor Mate, who turned me on to the idea of the trauma initially, because I was thinking, where's this hamster wheel coming from? And he explained it brilliantly, um, saying that it's, it's trauma. You have to have that as the model. And through my other uh, reading around childhood, um, raising children and trauma and love and etc., I I pieced that together that the there's a little circle there in when I'm drawing on my whiteboard 
little circle on the bottom left of my whiteboard where I always put the client's name with a little, um, like Rob would be little Rob, um, because all my programs that I run now uh, were created when I was before I was four, before I was five years old. So we create these hamster wheels to in order for us to feel valuable in order that we think that that will get us the love connection belonging that we didn't get when we were a child. So it's like a dysfunctional pattern, but it's a defense mechanism. Okay. So this operating system is in you. And if you are interested in freedom, then this is the only way. Now, this is where it gets tricky. Uh, um, bear with me because I'm talking about this stuff uh, for the first time. So, um, you know, the more I talk about it, the better it gets. So I hope um, you're following. So we have this base layer operating system on our computer internally. This feeds into our and triggers us. These deep programs trigger us and give us all our emotions, our anger and our sadness and grief and, um, you know, and, and fear um, and worry. Those kind of the major emotions, they feed into our body and that start that those emotions get suppressed and pushed down inside of us. And that creates blockages in the flow of energy. Now, uh, I've studied acupuncture meridians uh, for a long time. I'm not an expert, but I know meridians. Uh, I've worked with them physically, and I now work with them non-physically. But meridians, the science, the Western science is starting to realize that what what that they were devaluing for so long and saying was just magic mumbo jumbo about the Chinese traditional Chinese medicine. Now the West is starting to wake up because in the last 10 years, they've discovered mitochondrial science and how the mitochondrial system is so important to health. Um, and I've said this many times, Douglas Wallace, the, the top guy in mitochondrial research, has opened a clinic in China because he believes mitochondrial system is the meridian system. So our emotions get stuck and block, cause energy problems in the meridians or mitochondrial system. And, and that creates dysfunction in our body. So if we, if that uh, model is true, which is what I work with and what I see, and it fits like a glove, I'm always open to be wrong. And that's why I'm trying to disprove everything that I do, by the way, I've always done that. I've always, I'm, I'm quite skeptical about what I'm doing. I'm like, am I making this up? Am I biased? Of course I'm biased. So I have to realize that, but does it fit when I, when I, when I working with my client, I clients, I say everything that goes on the board that I'm drawing has to be true for you. So it has to be a fact. And that fact comes from how they're experiencing life and it, and it just fits every single time. So this, it brings me on to severe illness. Why do we get sick? Now you, you have people saying it's seed oils, um, uh, not, you know, bad light, um, you know, wrong food, etc. Um, but medicine's not looking at true causes. So, so medicine's on the paradigm that we're all robots, mechanical, you can break everything down, smaller components, work out what's wrong, and then just uh, fix it using 
uh, surgery or whatever. And to some degree, when it comes to removing a tumor, that that can be, you know, surgery can be amazing, especially emergency surgery for breaks and things, uh, and, and replacing organs and stuff. But the the medicine is woeful in understanding how health and balance and how the mind and our emotions uh, create this ease in the body when you really start opening your eyes and spending a lot of time observing uh, you know i've spent almost three decades looking for this and and so i see that when someone comes to me with cancer or a neurological disorder or something there is something in their behavior that when they're experiencing unableness so let me rephrase that there is a clear pattern that people who have a, a very bad illness, they absolutely despise being feeling unable and helpless. So they usually are fighters. Now, that doesn't literally mean they're a fighter, although I've worked with fighters, uh, literal fighters, UFC fight, you know, uh, MMA fighters, um, you know, boxers, wrestlers and things. But it, there's something in their character that they, if you imagine a hamster wheel, able and unable, able on the right, they spend all their time up on the, in the able, every, all their thoughts, they, they live their life trying to be able, to be valuable, to gain love, belonging, connection. The, the step from valuable to loving, belonging, connection, there isn't one. It's a faulty pattern. It's a, an illusion. So, but they, they try and try like on a hamster wheel by energizing their ableness. However, if you go on the other side of the hamster wheel, there is another side to it and it's unable. So when their body says no, uh, when the body finally says no, I think it, actually that's a book by Gabor Mate that's worth a read. Uh, when the body says no, he says that that's when the body becomes, uh, you know, cancer or something is usually within um within a couple of years of uh, some significant trauma so i would say the significant trauma is uh, a ripple so if you have a, a loss and you experience complete unableness which what happens when there's a loss it triggers the early childhood loss it's not necessarily the 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 trauma that you have maybe when you're 40 50 or 60 but it fires up the initial before five trauma which spins the hamster wheel much faster which gives you the opposite uh unfortunately the hamster spins and flicks over to unable so i had um had a client i was speaking to just the other day who's been told she's dying of cancer it hasn't got long the doctor's quite brutal about it um but i can hear in their behavior that their whole setup is to fight. They've always fought and they feel that unjustly that they haven't been supported. And uh, when, when I listen to their behavior, it's obvious that unable is their kryptonite. But what, what, why are we getting ill? Is to, it's to balance out this glitchy program to show to us it's our unconscious meeting us in our body as Jung says, diseases are unconscious meeting us in 
the body that is trying to show us that something's wrong. And I see it every single time, 100% of the time, that when there's something really serious gone wrong with the body, the person feels completely unable, which is their worst nightmare. So you always energize your what you're running away from. Um, you know, that there are many different um you know phrases or uh i've just i'm looking out to see and i think i just saw a whale which is pretty cool but uh, i'm it might be something else but it looked like something jumped out of the water that's pretty cool <sighs> um there are many different like uh self-development or spiritual sayings kind of saying the thing whatever you're running whatever you fear you're going to attract right and the hamster wheel exactly the same that's how it works so this client of mine is like, how do I fight this wrong? I'm like, you got to stop fighting. What? You mean I have to give in and and just, um, what was the wording she used? Was to just succumb, quit? I said, no, you have to watch the behavior. And this is something I wanted to talk about is when you're working with someone's mind, there's a reason why they have it. It's a defense system. So when I tell someone, hey, you you can't fight this cancer, that's the reason why you got it. Because via fighting, you were able. And via fighting, you wouldn't feel unable. You have to face the unable. That doesn't mean just giving up, which would be another reinforcing of the behavior. It would be a reaction within that centralized system. So you have to observe. You have to just observe that you're feeling unable and not run away from it and just observe it. And you're going to go back to your childhood. You're going to observe that you were scared and frightened and felt unable as a kid. You created this program to be able and safe, but it's 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 a faulty program. It's giving you a big, big unsafe environment now until you resolve it. However, getting someone to, to see that, the mind, the illusion, that's where it gets tricky. So when I'm working with a client, if they can't see that the they are not their mind, that their mind is just a bunch of thoughts, like meditation is fundamentally that is being able to observe your own behaviors, to be to know yourself, to to know the all the conditioning in your mind. If you can't look at it, if you're caught in the hamster wheel and you can't see that you're not the hamster wheel, that's there's really nothing I can do. So. You know, at some point, I do my very, very best for to to show that the hamster wheel is is an illusion. It's just from childhood and a defense mechanism software on the computer. So I I can go onto their computer. I can strengthen all their organs. I can improve everything. But if that hamster wheel is spinning like crazy, it's just feeding into the body and reinforcing the cells to be unable to do what they're supposed to do, which is cancer. So, you know, it's, it can be, it can be tough. Um, also, if, if someone's very uh, able, like they're a very high achiever, they're the top of their profession, then they don't like, you know, they don't like feeling unable in working with me, what do you think that's going to do? First of all, they're going to hope that they're going to be more able, but they don't like to feel unable. So I have to be 
you know, stepping carefully not to spin them back to being unable. And one of the biggest questions I've already kind of, um, I've already mentioned it is people say, yeah, but if, if I observe my behavior, if I get rid of it, won't I then be like a, a ship without a rudder? Won't I be completely powerless and unable? And that's their hamster wheel looking after itself. It's a defense mechanism. If I'm not able, won't I be unable? So they're reinforcing the hamster wheel. That's a hundred percent of the time. That's what happens. People go, yeah, but if I get rid of this, I'm scared. Yeah, it's okay. You're, the reason why you, the reason why you're scared is because you're connecting to your childhood scared fear that created the hamster wheel in the first place. So I did a Michael Saylor. If you know who Michael Saylor is, Bitcoiner, you'll know. <clears throat> what I'm saying here is that what I see is that all physical and non-physical problems that we have, we create from our deep hamster wheels, a deep, deep operating system. Out there, you're out there, your, your world outside of you is created by this operating system. I know that. I know that now. So everything in my environment is created by me from the inside. Things I don't like, it's me. It's my wounds. I'm Something's going in my life that I'm attracting issues and problems. It's coming from me. So as Jocko Willick said uh, in Extreme Ownership, you take ownership for everything in your life. And if it is true that the internal, your internal reality creates the external reality, if there's no separation, that means you have to, it's truth, you have to take responsibility for everything in your life. And when you do, your whole reality changes. For you know, I'm not gonna say for the better, but it is, it is because you're you keep getting curveballs and shit boomerangs thrown at you to try and wake you up to the fact that you create your own reality. This sounds very woo-woo, but it's not. And if you think that, you need to um, start opening your eyes. Um, so if we create our own reality, what that means is whenever we try and shape things, depend, um we, we, whenever we shape things coming from a, a an ideology or belief or mental thought from the hamster wheel, you're going to create the opposite. So uh, people who fight Bitcoin, they empower it. Um, you know, everywhere you look, people, you know, you discipline your child because you want them to be happy. You create, uh, well, it depends how disciplined you are, but the more you discipline, the more, the more, they will be out of control and you're absolutely screwing them up, even though you're doing it because you think you're doing it for the right reasons. And that is just a fact. If you use your mind to shape your life, you'll create the opposite. It's just how reality works. If you look closely, you will see that. And it's important to realize that. So how do we change our reality? How do we, how do we, you know, if you go, oh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to work really hard. That's coming because you coming from because you don't usually because you don't feel like you're good enough or you're 
you, something's wrong with you. And so you'll do it for a certain amount of time, then you'll spin back and you'll be unable to continue, which will make you feel even worse. So it was the initial feeling that created the, ha- you know, is the hamster wheel, which makes you spin and um, you'll try and make money and then you'll lose the money. If you see your patterns, you'll see these cycles in everything that you do. So how do we change a reality out there is you need to observe your thinking about it. It is a completely uh, counterintuitive thing. The Taoists called it non-doing, Wu Wei, effortless non-doing, Alan Watts, you don't do to do, you have to what It doesn't mean you don't do, it means you observe your thinking and observe the patterns of thinking that are creating your reality, and then you change it. If you use the law of attraction, what you're doing is you're trying to gain uh, gain things. And to some degree, the law of attraction does work, but they don't tell you that you're also attracting the opposite at the equal amount. So beware. So that's a glitchy program. They're hooking you. Law of attraction is hooking you on. You can attract anything you want in your life. And that is part of your hamster wheel. You're going to energize the opposite. So I'm going to finish up just you create your reality through your hamster wheels. Therefore, you have to know your hamster wheels to understand why you're creating what you're creating. And in understanding the hamster wheels, you dissolve them. So the book, I'm going into that. I'm going into, I'm going to be saying this stuff about, and I'm going to give lots of stories and examples of people who have been cured of incurable things. Not to say that uh, I'm special, I'm just human uh, flawed, uh, working on my own stuff. We have this technology inside of us. Um, we have these hamster wheels inside of us that all of us need to understand if we want to make our lives better and to um, change change the world that's completely crazy and dysfunctional and traumatized and violent and greedy if we want if we see those things outside of us it's because it's within each and every one of them it's within me so when i see greed i'll look at my own greed i take full responsibility so i suppose finishing off is in taking full responsibility that i create my reality then everything in the world that i dislike i don't blame i don't judge i don't criticize i just observe that within myself to change it um, all my physical, my body, my mind, my spirit, it has an underpinning of a one and zero energy. We can, we don't need to go back thousands of years to heal things, to understand how to heal things. We have in external tech everywhere. We also have internal tech as within, as without, as above, as below. There's always in your reality, it's reflecting back at you. So we have this internal tech that we can all understand and use just like your iPhone or when your computer's whirring, you can go in, look at activity monitor and close the programs that are running. You can do with that with your body. I do it. I've been doing it for over 20 years, getting instant changes on myself and others, not because I'm special. It's just because the tech works. It's truthful. Um, you know, closing your brow- web browsers, emptying your cash, emptying your email. It's not rocket science. It's the same with the body. We all have this ability. Uh, on a deeper level, if we want to really understand and be free as humans and to to change the humanity and the, 
the brutalities that we keep committing and we committing today wherever you look it's just corruption and and greed and incompetence and ugliness we have to look at ourselves because we're all nodes on one blockchain um we're all nodes and we have to take responsibility for everything that's sort of on the ledger i don't know if that analogy works but it doesn't matter you get it so um going deeper into the operating system we need to really put do proof of work to see our own behavior so the book's going to be talking about that i'll also go into some cool stuff about how the body gets confused like uh you know if you if you're if you're weak to going backwards and you squat and you go backwards your mind gets triggered and then your body perceives it as a threat so you get pain in your body when you go backwards into a squat and and that happens with you know the mind saying things like oh if i be like bending over backwards for people i bend over backwards is painful then you maybe bend forward which is the opposite triggers the opposite and you get pain in your back standing up for yourself all these phrases of movement and positions and things your body gets confused because they're painful and the the central nervous system can't see the difference. So you get pain. So resolving most body pains and things is coming from a mental pain. And so it's very quick to resolve anything in the body. So I'm going to be speaking, speaking about that and also other stuff. So um, yeah, I'm going to jump off now and carry on writing my book. hope you enjoyed this. If you have any questions about it, please um, write underneath or uh, you can always uh, connect with me at uh, school www.school.com forward slash masterless meditation. I have free courses on there. Um, you can ask questions on there and I answer. Uh, and also, if this is on YouTube, please subscribe and like it as it really helps with getting this super important workout to all, all humans. We need it. We need all humans taking responsibility for themselves. If we want to change um, humanity, you know. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And I will talk to you on the next pod. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.